Welcome to episode 265 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. My name is Melissa Ellis and I'm joined by someone spending his last not parkrun weekend experiencing adventuring of the camping type, Ollie Spake. Hello Mel, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Are you refreshed and rested after your weekend of camping? Um, look, they're not the two words I'd pick. Um, <laughs> 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 I had a great time camping. I sense a story. Yeah, it was a little wet setting up the tent, you know, that, oh. that good fun um, when the storms roll through. Fortunately, we missed the electrical storm but managed to find some uh, non-flooded ground on the first day to set up a tent with the discovery. You know, you, you really should plan these things a bit better than we have. Um, I failed to check the tent poles. Right. Found out that we had a broken pole. Oh. So, yeah, th- there was a little bit of improvisation. Uh, we got a tent up. The rest of the weekend was lovely and... After jump-starting the car on the uh, the morning to return home, no. uh, we felt that it was this nice, you know, perfect uh, hyperbolic kind of arc of an experience. So uh, fantastic time, complete with I think some of the quintessential camping moments that we all dread. Sounds like a memorable camping trip. Oh, it was. It was. And the kids loved it. They wanted to experience camping. Uh, we wanted to give them a chance to spend the time in the tent. This tent we've had for a decade and haven't touched for a couple of years. Hang out with the kangaroos. Uh, of course, you know, you rock up at the camping site and discover that half the school's there. So the- oh. <laughs> so much for taking the kids out of their comfort zone. Uh, they were fine. <laughs> and, yeah, just a nice chance to, uh, believe it or not, despite what I say, relax. Oh, that's good. And you got to run? Uh, no. <laughs> oh. No. <laughs> no, no, with all of the excitement. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, a few too many of the clothing items were drenched, so I decided to just take it easy and enjoy the, the catch-up on the sleep. Oh, good. But I, ha- I have had runs, you know, either side of camping, so, yeah, I've had my share. Right. But, Mel, as you said, that was my last weekend before the return of Parkrun in New South Wales in my neck of the woods. You, however, didn't spend the weekend this week in my neck of the woods and you were at Real Life Park Run. <laughs> I was. Yeah. How was it? Oh, it was fun. Thank you. It was another little adventure. It was at the second running of the Nathalia Showgrounds Park Run, as was reported by Lynn in last week's pod. That's right. Yes, yes, it was lovely to hear from Lynn at the event last week. How did you find it? Uh, we had 29 participants this week after the 38 at the launch and I was joined by fellow Victorian tourists Helen and Steve Davis, Brendan Peel and his partner Jody, Rihanna Wick-Gamble and Sam Esmore and Nathan Castle, while Zoe, who did accompany me on the overnight adventure, opted to sit and spectate. Ah, Hmm. Then Helen and I were sporting our ugly Christmas singlets and Rhiannon was splendid in last year's version. So ugly Christmas singlets were well represented at Nathalia. That's great to hear. I did see some of the images, yeah. It was perfect running conditions along the bitumen track, which comprises a H-shaped course, which we completed twice, a very pretty and flat course along the banks of the eucalypt-lined Broken Creek, which, despite its name, is more of a river. Hmm. But that could be just 
uh, representative of the weather that we've had recently. Mm. Might be a creek in flood. Yes. Mm. But anyway, we, we enjoyed a lengthy brunch afterwards at Three Bells Cafe before reluctantly returning home. So one night in Nathalia for us, a little overnight jaunt. Yeah, nice to see you and Zoe get to go on a bit of park run adventuring and, and tourism together. I was definitely excited to be in Nathalia because, did I, I don't know, did I mention it last week? I had spent time there as a kid in the local caravan park holidaying a couple of Easters probably, um, but mm. a lot of my childhood memories of caravanning uh, fond memories of the caravan park at Nathalia, which still has its original playground. <laughs> well, I was oh, very, really? very excited to discover. So <laughs> 1970s playground equipment still in place. You don't find that in very many places. Well, that's incredibly rare, Mel. So might I ask, what did that feature? Uh, a, a, what would you call it? Like a roundabout? You know, one of those... Mm, oh, yes. Oh, uh, probably would have called it like a, a whizzy dizzy or something when I was a kid. <laughs> a big metal disc that you stood on and clung on to a bar for dear life and other yeah. older children would generally run around beside spinning it as fast as they could until, you know, everybody went green. That's right. Yes. And there were several of those bar handles around. Yes, exactly. Around the disc. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Everything was sort of very plastic and... Um, cartoon type themed yep but it, i was just remarkable that they were still there there was sort of like a climbing frame in the shape of a carriage like a, a royal carriage which mm. also had these little horses that you could also sit on that were positioned in front of the carriage so yeah it was just quite it's like it was lost in time and there was a pool so obviously that brought back memories hmm Ah, very nostalgic. Uh, I bet, I bet. And look, um, you know, I guess uh, I spent a bit of my time, or have spent a bit of my time in in parks in recent years, of course. And there are some great new park equipment uh, features, and some of them do themes all right. But there's something to be said for some of the the classic styles that really had an identity. You've taken me back, Mel. To I remember growing up in Tassie and going to uh, a park, and I don't think it was necessarily it might have been at a place called the margate train in southern tassie but uh it had some fantastic park equipment around there and uh yeah i'm pretty sure it had uh the spinny thing but i can't for the life of me re remember what it was called yeah it's probably got a name yep yep <laughs> yeah yeah anyway so very enjoyable the mosquitoes were rife though i have to say so <laughs> i'm still itching after all the rain perhaps perhaps Yes. Well, look, what a great turnout for the adventuring public in Victoria. It, it was, yes. Everybody was keen to get around to the new event after its successful launch last week. Mm. Yes, and it's like wacky races, all the Victorian parkrun tourists jostling to get their positions again in the... <laughs> <laughs> In the results tables, you know. Yeah, well, I look forward to seeing some of that locally soon as well. Mm. But, Mel, um, I suppose uh, the other thing I should ask was uh, the other park run day. How was Sunday? How was Juniors? Oh, Juniors, yes. Yes, it was very successful. Another beautiful day. We've had some lovely weather down here this last week. 
and especially the Sundays since we've relaunched, the weather has been mm. very nice. So a little bit sort of warm, but we had 20 kids turn up. Yes, happy to report that the puddle is still substantial, shall we say? Mm-hmm. So the puddle duck, Jemima the puddle duck, is still required. I guess it's unseasonal weather. It's this La Nina that we're getting, mm. uh, although it's we're having some very nice warm days. Every once in a while we get a huge downpour, so that must be enough to keep my puddle full. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I had to do warm-up leader, Ollie. Oh, it's not really my favourite um, volunteer role. Okay. I, Usually quite happy for other people to do that role, but there wasn't any other volunteers this week, so so I fulfilled the role. But I had a lovely assistant in summer who um, stood up there next to me and helped lead the troops in the warm-up. Oh, fantastic. Yes, I'm, I mean, obviously having never made it to a junior park run yet, I'm yet to see it in action, but always heard great things and I'm sure you both did a fantastic job. So yeah, juniors are very successful once again. It was our event 22 I think and or it might have been even 23 and we already had a full roster for next week which was amazing so we don't even have to do the call out this week for volunteers. Well that fills the bottle too. Excellent. (laughs) And that reminds me I'm supposed to be looking for a Santa hat for my duck. Must do that. Says everyone every day. Yes. Um, <laughs> well, don't you have multiple Christmas hat sizes in your Christmas box? Yeah, I, I certainly do. I'm pretty sure I don't have duck size though. Yes. <laughs> what size hat does Jemima wear? I, I'm pretty confident that my teddy bear size hat will fit my duck. Okay. But we should um, reflect back on last week's pod because we had a couple of comments, Ollie. After the pod was released. We did. First, we heard from Tracy Wood, who said, I am pleased to report that the SPF of Voldemort Parkrun was a meagre 18, nowhere near the astounding efforts of the crew on the Creek episode. (laughs) So thanks for counting them, Tracy. I'm astounded at uh, your attention to detail, Tracy, because uh, I always miss a few and I should be counting. But when we had the creek, was that 41, that magnificent episode where we featured that wonderful park run? I can't remember. <laughs> mm, it was a high number. I hope Tracy's keeping a record. <laughs> I hope she's got a spreadsheet. I really thought that last week would have um, come close yeah. because there was a lot of attention for Shell Harbour last week. What I hear, Tracy, is try harder, Ollie, and uh, duly noted. <laughs> I shall do my best to, uh, yeah, to give another update on Shell Harbour mentioning said name, Shell Harbour, as much as possible. Goodness me. But, Mel, we also heard from Steve. Steve Johnston gave us a a quick check-in and said, Hey, Mel, here is the burpee man doing his thing at various events, including Stadium Stomp, Run West and City to Surf. And uh, we got to see the outfit. I know, the green cape. Mm, That's right. Did he also have, what did he have on his head? He's got a headband, that's right, a headband that says Burpee Man. Yep. And the cape is green with a symbol much like a Superman symbol with a letter B on it. Yes. Uh, It's a fantastic outfit and, uh, look, the challenge has been given, so uh, I look forward to interviewing and, and catching up with Burpee Man 
some far uh, somewhere not too far down the track mm, maybe i'll see him when i come up for city to surf this year yes i'm going to be on the lookout i'm assuming he's a lot faster than me though so hmm, that could be a problem offset by burpees though yes yeah so in stadium stomp where do the burpees fit in <laughs> well i was told that uh, there were some burpees down on the pitch but i didn't check whether there were any burpees in the stands too. I mean, wherever they happened, between the stadium steps and the burpees, oh, yeah, <laughs> well done. And I should throw in also that we did get a comment from Chantelle Hosking who suggested that the sound for the Obie Award could be Chihuahua yes. footsteps on the wooden floors. <laughs> That's perfect. That's a great idea, Chantel. I need them to, yeah, but that might be a bit hard to get them to do a nice constant <sighs> sound cue. that maybe gets faster in tempo and comes to a crescendo. Oh, I suppose, you know, in that vein, that means uh, the Obi Award is awarded whenever the Chihuahuas decide to enter the room. Oh, that could be like the octopus that picks the winner of the... <laughs> What, what's the competition that that octopus... The World Cup. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Oh. <laughs> There's a thought. Wow. Well, stay tuned, everyone. Uh, this could be an interesting episode. But thank you. Uh, thank you for the feedback uh, and thank you for the images. Uh, Mel, what else is happening in the parkrun world? Well, there was a big announcement this week, Ollie. Mm. In Parkrun Land, yes. Nick Pearson announced that after seven years as CEO, he is leaving Parkrun, moving on, and for the next three months, Russ Jeffries will be overseeing a transition and is expected to be appointed permanently to the role. Russ has been the head of communications since 2015. So, yes, that's big news. Uh, Nick has steered the parkrun ship through the pandemic and um, done a mighty fine job too. That's right. It wasn't an easy job and um, certainly having heard from Nick and, uh, and the crew through the tough times, particularly bringing back parkrun in, well, in so many countries, but having heard a little more from our fellow podcasts of the experience over there in the UK, magnificent job. And uh, we've been really fortunate to have someone like Nick you know, driving Parkrun to what it is, of course, part of a team. But yeah, well, it's always fantastic to, um, yeah, to have the, the contribution of individuals like that. Absolutely. But seven years. That's a f pretty decent gig too, Mel. I mean, I, I was thinking uh, seven years is pretty much my parkrun lifespan, so I haven't really known any different. I think it's seven and a half years since I first discovered parkrun. So, yeah, it's changed quite a lot. Oh, that's true for me too, Ollie. So Nick's been at the helm for the whole time that we've been parkrunning. I hadn't thought of it that way. Yeah, we're very close to it. So um, we look forward to, to the future, but uh, thank you, Nick. A few other people to say thank you to, Mel, are our roving reporters and uh, crew checking in for the week and, I should say, last week as well uh, for one of our reports that we, um, that we did have held over. So, Mel, shall we hear what the team have had to say? Hello, 
G'day everyone, it's Cam here from bright beautiful WA which has really turned it on today and today I am here visiting South Beach Recreation Reserve Park Run just uh, a little bit south of Fremantle. It is a beautiful location. We're starting in a park. The team have got a rotunda to set up with. I can see them doing some kind of briefing or something that I'm probably missing out on. And I'm back from a, an involuntary break from park run. And you know what it's like here. Something new and exciting and fun comes along. And what time of the, and day of the week does it come up on? Park run o'clock, that's what. So. Lately I've been supporting my son, he's been getting back into t-ball and he's having an absolute ball and wouldn't you know it, three quarters of his games are Saturday at 8 o'clock. So that's where I've been most of the time. But I finally got a reprieve, I'm back, I'm checking out the third event of a new parkrun event in WA. And I'm wondering if other people have had to choose between parkrun and other things. And just for reference, I think the hardest choice I've had to make was when my wife said, you can either go to Universal Studios in Singapore or you can go to your silly park run and a divorce. Which one? Uh, I, I did hesitate, but let's see what other people think. All right, everyone, I'm here today with today's, I keep saying today for some reason, with today's RD, Brett. Brett, how you going? Good, thank you. And I understand this is your first uh, go at having being a run director. It is, yes. I've been down here for the um, some of the trials over the last couple of weeks, and then the last. This is our third event, so it's been really good. And how's run directing? Um, a little bit stressful the first time, but I didn't have any reason to be. It's been really good. Yeah, there's no reason to stress at parkrun ever. No. So, uh, how'd you get started in parkrun? Um, I started at Canning River, probably. I don't know when they first, there was only Canning River and Claysbrook at the time and I did a few there and then I kind of just got stuck at Bibra Lake for many years because I live around there and um, yeah, helping out down here at South Beach. If I had a dollar for every time I heard someone say they started at Canning River, I'd have at least three dollars by now. <laughs> it's a good park run, yep. It is. Now I've been asking people if they've ever had to make the difficult decision between going to park run and some other, you know, sort of life event like birth of child, going on holiday, stuff like that. Have you ever had to make the difficult decision? And did Parkrun win? Well, when we were in um, hospital after the birth of our second daughter, um, I had my first daughter dropped off at the hospital at about 6am so we could drive out to Canning River and still do Parkrun about two days after our second daughter's birth. So That's I, I combined the two. A happy event and a park run. Yes. Yep. Well done. That's uh, that's impressive. It was good. Yep. It was a way to you know keep the first daughter involved, and we still got to we left mum and the other daughter at the hospital, but still <laughs> we still got to get out for a run, so it was good. Oh, that is good. Well, Brett, it's been lovely talking to you. Uh, I hope you have a, a great many future events as run director, and this is such a lovely place. I'll definitely be back. It is. Thank you very much, and we welcome everyone down here at South Beach Recreation Park Run. All right, everyone, I'm here with... Holly and Brianna. Now, Holly and Brianna, I understand... Uh, I, I was asking some people if you've had to make some difficult choices between park run and other things, but it seems that you've managed to do both. How, what have we been doing lately? Uh, drinking too much and still coming to park run as much as possible. Okay, so we've had it both ways, that's cool. Um, so I've got a seven month old um, and we try and get her to park run every week now in the pram, 
but because we've got sand today, my husband's at the cafe and I got to do a non-pram park run for once. Oh, fantastic. Prams are hard work. I tell you what, choice between park run and park run with a pram, I know which one I'd choose. Definitely without a pram. <laughs> so I've got to ask Holly, was last night worth it? Yes, I went to see Yuck Circus. They were really awesome. I'm sorry, what? Yuck Circus. Was it yuck? Uh, well, no, it wasn't actually. It was pretty cool. It's like a mixture of Mad Max and 80s roller skating with lots of tricks. Mm. That sounds so cool. It's very cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad to see you still made it to Parkrun this morning. <laughs> well, Holly and it's been lovely chatting to you and I hope to see you again around the traps. Thanks very much. Thank you. I'm here with... Pauline. So, Amanda. Elizabeth. All right, ladies. Now, has anyone had to make a difficult choice between parkrun and something else? Anybody? With a parkrun has just won out every single time? Most of the time, unless we're away, but then we try and um, put a parkrun in as well, fit in. We did Bunbury last week. We all went down there just to um, just to do the parkrun and had an overnight stay, so that was pretty good. So, so you've organised a holiday around parkrun, basically? Yes, yeah, yeah. And we've done um, one up in Geraldton as well, exactly the same. And um, in February we're doing the Cape to Cape walk and so we'll organise a park run down in uh, Margaret River and Bustleton around our walk. So. so you've been clever and not had to choose between something and park run. You've gone, why not have both? Anybody else? Well, the other thing I like about I've made a lot of wonderful friends. Yes. Since I joined the park run, because I've only joined the park run not as much as Sue and Amanda and Pauline. I've only been, what, in the last six months, Pauline? Yes. And I've made such wonderful friends and they're just all, yes, it's good. Yes, well, you can come to park run and see your friends or you can stay at home and see your family. So I know which one I'd choose. Just park run and friends. Yes. Or stay in bed. Yeah, and sometimes you sort of get back, you need to get home early early on a Friday night, you know, you might miss out on a concert or something, so you, you know you've got to get up early the next day for your, for your park run, so you, you, make, you make a compromise there. I was just chatting to someone who uh, went out to the circus last night, had a, had a few libations and then still came along to park run. That's it. It's, you don't have to run as long as you just get out here and struggle walking. That's the main thing as long as you get out of bed. Turn, turning up is the thing, isn't it? All right, ladies. Well, thank you very much for the chat. And I think it might be time for coffee. Yeah. That's oh, it. That's enjoy. really what we come down here for. <laughs> thank you so much. Thanks, Cameron. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Well, there you have it, folks. Sounds like everyone else manages to have their cake and eat it too. I guess I just got to get more organised. Oh, well, till next week. See ya. Howdy Parkrunners, Tock reporting in for the Channel 5 News crew. Today Jack and I have wandered up the highway and we've gone to Dorset Recreational Reserve in the eastern suburbs of Melbourne and we're sitting in the cafe, meet me in the middle, uh, with the two co-event directors. I've got Manny and Elle with me. Howdy guys. G'day, how are you going? Hey mate, nice to be on your world famous podcast. <laughs> oh, very good. So tell me, Dorset Garden, uh, Dorset Recreational, sorry. It's a um, lovely little course, follows um, a bit of a trail line. Give us a bit of a description of the course and tell us what uh, inspired you to start one at the uh, Recreation Reserve. No worries, mate. Well, it's, a, it's an out and back course, 5K. We actually had a PB out on course today in, in our fifth event, which is sub 16 so it's a very flat fast course me and Manny are locals of this area we're 
we're about 2k from home we're sitting in our local cafe at the moment actually so it's a very cool event for us being so close by um, Manny's a long time park runner uh, <laughs> visited many many locations and yeah we both know the benefits of park run and what it does to communities um, I've been at Lilledale before this for a while um, and we just thought why not let's give it a crack starting a new one near our area and it's been really good so far yeah, today was event five. I think you're averaging 99 finishes each week, which is a, a great little number for uh, an event kicking off. And it's got a real little community feel around it. At the finish line there, it was great to see groups of people just stopping and talking. People weren't scanning and taking off. They were actually stopping and you're building that little community. So it's a really good feel to it there. That's right, yeah. The community side of it's always been a big plus for me, Park Run. Uh, brings out you know all sorts of people, fast runners, slow runners, walkers, joggers, you name it. And just just being out and about and enjoying a nice day is, uh, is, makes makes it all worthwhile. And Manny, I see you brought that uh, community spirit into the uh, cafe as well. You've been uh, writing down the orders. You've been taking the cups across to the sink, uh, doing a bit of everything. Yep. You don't see many. Um, EDs at events out uh, serving the coffees as well. Well, you've got to uh, you've got to look after the local community, and it extends beyond the running. Got to uh, support the uh, businesses that obviously have been hit hard with all the COVID palaver. So it's uh, it's good to be able to give back if I can. And um, yeah, I call Manny. He's he's the hype man. Everyone needs a hype man, right? So you know, whenever you whenever you get to park run, you know the vibe might be a bit low. Everyone's just waking up, and then Manny turns up with his booming voice, and it's like, oh, we're all ready to go. And, and that's Manny. He brings a he brings a lot to our community. Uh, not just at Park Run, but in general, he's a good fellow, and it's very, very much a privilege to serve alongside him in this in this one. So, yeah, very, yeah. very kind. You know, guys, you've got a great little event here. It's um, it was really great to come down and do it. The sun was shining; it's always shining at Park Run time. Mm. And uh, yeah, wish you well with it all. Thanks, thanks mate. Appreciate thanks it. Thanks for having us, and uh, thanks for coming out this way. Beautiful. No, love to come back. Cheers. See ya. Hello Parkrun Adventurers, it's Alison King here from across the ditch in New Zealand reporting in for the Channel 5 news crew. Now I have been absent of late and with very good reason. Now the last time I did a report I was um, coming to you from Sherwood Reserve Parkrun, the newest parkrun to start in New Zealand and that one um, finished off my Countryman Challenge and the week after that I returned home to Pooranga Parkrun to you know have a bit of a break from all the travel and sadly that was my very last park run we've been on pause ever since i think it's been 18 saturdays now without a park run and i have absolutely no idea when we're going to come back so fingers crossed it will be soon um we're in a new traffic light system some of you may have seen uh, some areas are in red which is absolutely no way for park run uh, some parts are in orange, which I think there could be a chance for Parkrun to come back, but we wait to hear from headquarters. So for now, we're just not park running, um, doing the park faff, or should say not park faff. Quite a lot of us are meeting up at the cafe around nine o'clock on a Saturday morning. Um, some people may have run first, others have just rolled out of bed, um, but we're still able to get together and and have that, you know, the chatty side of the park run but um yes yeah, so hopefully we'll be back soon i really enjoy seeing all the different adventures that are happening in australia and hoping that i'll be able to get over and do my own adventuring so 
That's all from me. Uh, Merry Christmas, everyone, and happy International Ugly Christmas Singletor T-shirt day. I'll be wearing mine at a Knot Park run somewhere near me. So, see ya. Thank you very much to our roving reporters this week. Caveman Cam coming to us from South Beach Recreation Reserve Park Run in WA. Cam has been busy, as he said, Ollie, on his Saturday mornings at T-Ball. And uh, he posed the question to people that he spoke to, have you had to make a difficult choice between Park Run and something else? Have you had that situation, Ollie? I think I've been pretty fortunate. So far, you know, it's been a family holiday or you know something, something like that that's taken me out of a parkrun country, you know, a cruise or or a time in Fiji. I remember back in parkrun year number one for me uh, that took me away. Um, you know, I think, yeah, the last trip overseas, much the same. So pretty fortunate. Kids sport, kids activity hasn't yet impacted. We had a close call with some dancing, but we'll see next year. So, uh, yeah, I might be in Cam's bucket now and then. What about you, Mel? I remember when I first started park running, Zoe was in ballet on a Saturday morning. It mm-hmm. allowed me time to f- do park run, but I had to race off. So she swiftly got moved to midweek ballet <laughs> lessons. <laughs> And then there was uh, late another year where Madeline had um, she was learning French and she couldn't do it at school, so she was in a language school. That was a Saturday morning, and I would have her sitting in the car waiting while I did my park run so that I could run, jump in, and drive her to her lesson. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we had another roving report from Toc, which was Dorset Recreation Reserve. So these park runs, those similar names. Yes, both named. Recreation Reserve. That's right. So Toc was out there touring and notching up another new event to regain his statesmanship. Yep, on the trail. Not too far, I understand. Still a couple of events to go. And we heard from Alison giving us an update from across the ditch. Uh, Not the update we were hoping for, Ollie. No, no. We desperately want to see a green light for our Kiwi park runners, our family over there. We'll keep hoping. Hang in there, guys. Um, always spectacular efforts in your not park runs, but, yeah, we look forward to seeing you back out there. Because even just a date and having some hope. That's right. I know, and you know very well, that that's just so important, not like just this n- not knowing, which is painful. Hopefully we'll see some developments not too far down the track. <laughs> um, I don't believe we've got any mail this week, Mel. So no. it's probably time to check in at Dazza's. What did Dazza have to say this week, Ollie? Well, I think a timely message <laughs> resonates with me. Uh, Dazza, you can always read my mind. At this busy time of the year, it's easy to be overwhelmed with a long to-do list, but don't put yourself last. You can't pour from an empty cup. Come in and tell us how you spent your time this morning at Parkrun. Consider it recharging your batteries. Yes, that's a good message. We have to look after ourselves and if it even means taking half an hour to an hour out of our busy schedule to make sure we don't sacrifice our Parkrun morning because it would be easy when you're busy to go, oh, well, I just don't have time for it. But mm, uh, mm. we have to make time. 
It's nourishment for us, nourishment for our soul. That's right. Yeah. No, it gives us a nice array of, of uh, social contact as well as the, the fitness side of things and, and the rhythm. I really look forward to the rhythm. Yeah, wise words, Dazza, and I'll keep them in mind. <laughs> but, Mel, particularly excited by some of the crew at Dazza's this week. I was curious after hearing last week of uh, some of the plans afoot to return to Park Run and the first report we have from Dazza's here is indeed from Richard who had to say, Hi, Dazza. Finally get to do a real park run. Heading to Ginandera Park Run shortly. I also get to wear my new T-shirt. And, um, yes, Pioneer Dairy Park Run represented there in the apricot tea. So that's great to hear you made it, Richard. We also heard from Michael Scott, uh, also checking in in the ACT. First post-lockdown park run for me at Coombs Park Run in Canberra. And another Fibonacci number, 144. So a few Fibonacci's being achieved in recent weeks. It's gaining in popularity. It is. It is. I'm going to have to research my own position. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty low, but uh, <laughs> hey, it's nice to have a long list. Alison King, who we just heard from, also checked in. It was a naughty today yet again. Staggered start, i.e. whenever you arrived, and then coffee afterwards, was a lot hotter this week, so no PBs, but everyone agreed it was nice to see familiar faces. Pick from the finish, featuring Wilson the dog, who is not named for the Wilson Index. But a handy name for a parkrun dog nonetheless. And <laughs> that's right. And good to hear that the weather's improving over there. Yeah, summer's coming, that's for sure. And, uh, yeah, Alison did share the picture of the group, of the runners, and, indeed, Wilson, not the Index, but the dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And Patrick Schmitzek. Hi, Dazza. Another Saturday of staying local, so no official park run for me. However, I set out to do some Strava art, which failed. So then I went to Port Kembla Harbour to notch up another knotty. Not the most notable of venues, you might think, but not bad for a scene in a James Bond movie. I notched this one up for Cow Pasture Road Camden Park Run, nearly at the end of my reverse alphabet. And... Patrick shared a photo of the port at Kembla, I assume. Yes, that's right. Yeah, some of the the features around the port there, familiar to a few of us. I used to work quite near there. Hmm. Bernadette Bennett. Morning all. As a last naughty this morning before Park Run return next week, our running group organised a monopoly run around Newcastle to collect the highest value of properties in one hour. A great way to explore the area and share some Christmas spirit. Now, I was really intrigued with this one, Ollie. Uh, what a great concept. Uh, and Bernadette also shared a photo uh, which had the Wooters that she was mm-hmm. obviously uh, partaking in her naughty with, but also uh, the Monopoly game sheet. So that was interesting to see. It was fantastic, wasn't it? An explanation of the, uh, the said properties that need to be discovered. <laughs> Just the creativity. Yeah, huge fan. Would love to give that a go. Simon Mackley, a redemption run at Manly after missing my normal Friday constitutional. Very happy with my time and then dropped by the Mossman Park Run course on the way home. Looks ready for next Saturday. Should I be saying Mossman? <laughs> uh, look, I would say Mossman, 
but uh, tomatoes, tomatoes. There'll be some very happy cheaters next week, Ollie. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I think we're, we're pretty excited to hear that Mossman is uh, on the cards for a quick return there. But, Mel, we did have an apology for Sam Schroeder, or uh, I should say Dazza did, who had to say apologies for being so late, Dazza, and thank you for the important reminder for self-care. I had grandma duties all day yesterday, so my naughty slash Frito was at twilight after a really beautiful run walk hitting my training plan goals and a chat with a duck in our new start finish puddle i went home to an amazing dinner of bacon and leek risotto made by luke the kindest man alive and sam had a photo of the puddle with the said duck yes so they're vibing ainsbury heritage trail very much so they're gonna need a puddle marshal (laughs) <laughs> I think so. There's a few park runs that need a bit of a puddle marshal, aren't there? <laughs> we should, good time to bring up Jindabyne. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, and look, I was just contemplating, haven't done my homework uh, once again, but um, yeah, there's a bit of bit of wet going around. Um, Goulburn had a bit of water, but yeah, Jindabyne, gee. Yeah, look, uh, best wishes to you guys to be able to get your parkrun course back sometime in the not-too-distant future. Yes, entire course underwater as far as I understand Mm. and uh, on pause until the water subsides. Ah, we, uh, we have all kinds of weather conditions, don't we, in this wonderful country? But I should go on. Ingrid Botha also checked in a long run on Sunday morning, cut a fraction short because, as Dazza said, it is definitely the time for being kind to yourself. Now I'm sitting with a cup of tea and working out which park run to go to next week. Hooray! Hooray indeed. Very exciting. And Chris Fraser, a crowded Sandon Point Frito for me. There was a surf carnival on, picked up new toys on way home. And, uh, yeah, the picture there, Chris shared car and kayaks. So um, looks like he's headed for Jindabon. Yep, yeah, that would be handy. <laughs> yes. Mark Scarborough, happy birthday to me. And Mark shared <laughs> a picture of himself with his crook book. Yes. Which is, of course, on every Saturday. And happy birthday, Mark. I hope you had a wonderful parkrun weekend. Likewise. Claire Stutchbury, our 108th event at Victory Heights Trail this morning, bringing us to a whole year of tourist streaking. Well, 52 events anyway, 43 new events, 44 for Jack, bringing us to 45 and 46 in Queensland. How are they up to 52 events this year, Ollie? And we're only up to 50. Ah, yes. Diverse country. Sorry, you're referring to the maths. I was just merely uh, looking on with envy at Queensland. Maybe they're thinking ahead that they will complete 52 for the year. Maybe, yeah. Anyway, we also heard from Jack Corkle. Moving to a new state can be hard, but Parkrun helps. 52 (laughs) different events in a row after completing Victory Heights Trail Parkrun this morning and getting to explore all around Queensland in the process. Lots more adventures to come as well. Abigail's mum. A lovely walk at Wyndham Vale Parkrun for me this morning. So nice to be back. Happy Parkrun Day to all. And Mel, we heard from Val and Stephen Warwick, and the update is, Hello Dazza, another morning late in, 
But again, what a morning. We left Devonport early enough to pick up Leone in Lonnie and head across the Tamar to Windsor Precinct Park Run after an absence of three years, where we were both volunteering on their fourth anniversary. The theme was odd socks and bright colours, and this was embraced by all. Bubbly, RD, Glenn Thomas, gave Leone a right royal Tassie welcome. Val was behind her camera while Stephen was on finish tokens and camera until the first finishers ran through the finishing tunnel. Afterwards, we enjoyed coffee at Gorilla, set up in a container on a disused service station site. No sausage rolls or vanilla slices available, so Stephen opted for a wagon wheel. A beautiful sunny day once again, definitely a necessary morning before we head to Lorne again tomorrow afternoon as Steve is having a full thyroidectomy first thing Monday morning. See you next week, Dazza, and sending hugs to all who are still in New Zealand lockdown or rained out. And thank you both. Sending you guys hugs too. Uh, it's wonderful to hear another fantastic morning. And all the best for Steve for his thyroidectomy. Yes, we hope it's uh, recovering comfortably now, Steve. Yes. Tracy Wood also checked in. Morning, team. It was a hot one in Kedron this morning. I didn't get a selfie, but would a pic of Kedron Parkrun course over the bridge do? Picture of the bridge. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty nice bridge. Janet Reed also checked in. Hey, Dazza, how are you? Thanks for advising us all in. I was aboard the mothership Lockheel today. No surprises there. Started nearly 10 minutes late as I decided to park faff first. Caught up with the tailwalkers. More park faffing en route. Jeff and I passed each other at the 2K and 4K marker. Ever the gentleman, he sat on a bench and waited for me to catch up. Back at the golf club, we enjoyed an iced coffee, hot chocolate, chips, and a little later, wine. With lots more park faffing. All in all, a fabulous morning. Sending out good vibes to all our friends still in limbo. Just a thought. I hope someone helps you with the dishes, Dazza. <laughs> and Rebecca Scott. We wore our high vis as turnaround marshals at Mount Gambia. Rebecca sent us a lovely photo of herself, complete with baby. <laughs> in, a, in a slightly different kind of high vis, if I'm not mistaken, but looking very festive. I know, a very cute baby. And now Bailey shot. Brett Bailey, a delayed afternoon knotty out and back on the forest track after a busy morning officiating at a surf lifesaving competition today. How about sending us over some nice weather, Dazza? We are sick of the rubbish that's been coming over the ditch so far this month. Oh, dear. Must have been nicer where um, Alison was than when Brett was. Yeah, I think so. But, look, sorry, Brett, I've got no nice weather to share at the moment. They haven't given us any yet. Oh, so it's all coming from New South Wales. <laughs> yes, that's right. Tanya Bailey, a bit cold at the surf comp this morning. Had to go for an afternoon noddy to thaw out the toes. And that was it for our Bailey shot. Yes. Beck Bailey missing in action. But we did hear from Lynette. Hi, Deza. Euroa Park Run for me. Tail walking, chatting to new friends. Lovely event at Euroa and met some legendary volunteers that make the event happen each week. And we heard from Greta Wilkinson, timekeeper at Mount Barker today, my favourite role, for a beautiful sunny day to celebrate a mass of milestones, a 10, a 50, 400s, 
including octogenarian Dawn, who was presented with a gift by little friend Angus. And, uh, yes, there was a lovely picture of of the little one with flowers. So, uh, yeah, it sounds like a a pretty nice morning there. And uh, thank you for volunteering, Greta. Nadine Crawford interrupted a girls' camper van weekend at Wilson's Prom to travel to Grand Ridge Rail Trail Park Run this morning. On the early morning drive there, we saw some very still wombats swerved to miss a kangaroo, slowed to let a koala cross the road, and didn't knock over the cyclists. (laughs) It all added to the adventure of our weekend, and we enjoyed it. Gert. Being the Grand Ridge <laughs> Rail Trail, I was going to call it great, but it's synonymous, I'm sure. And it's friendly locals, volunteers, and of course, coffee. She does love her coffee, that lady. <laughs> and Nadine shared a selfie of herself and the lovely Kim at Gert. <laughs> <laughs> and Jeff Whiffen. Rels and I ventured to one of our local events this morning, Torquay. We are so lucky to have six park runs within 30 minutes from home. Torquay really turned on perfect conditions this morning. And uh, there was the pic shared of Jeff running around the coast trail there. And Brett, there's your weather. <laughs> mm. And Jody Maisie. Hi, Dazza. I completed my 25th park run today at Nathalia Showgrounds. To my surprise, I finished at token 25 and at 49.25 in my time. It was a lovely day spent with Brendan Peel, lovely breakfast with Melissa Ellis, Helen Davis, and the great man Brendan Peel and Nathan. Happy 25. Joe Richards. Got to be a responsible adult this morning and RD at Envy. Well done, Joe. Thank you for volunteering. Yes. Bruce Purdy. Stayed sort of local, well, a 45-minute drive this week, and visited Pepper Tree Park Run. After our first attempt today, the ED, Adrian and I are planning to enter the 2024 Olympic Games in the sport of synchronised park jumping. And Bruce shared his photo of his and Adrian's jump shot, and very impressive indeed. I don't think I'd qualify for that event. You're in the aeroplane zoomy Olympics, that's why. Yes. You should have seen yes. my, me and Helen, we did zoom, zoom zooms. Oh, fantastic. Yes, we had a good photo. Anyway, I digress. Pippa White. Hey, Dazza, a little late, but best park run day. I ran slowly with post-COVID friend. I chatted with lots of friends. Then I came home and went for a serene run, which my father had led me to believe was short. Stopped at the cafe after lots of kilometres for a perfect sausage roll in the rain. Now I'm in to see you. May I have a hot chocolate, please? Nice one, Pippa. I like it. And Mel, on the festive side of things, we heard from Natasha Littler. Family park run at Christie's Beach. And uh, yes, the picture shared was the family looking very tinselly. A tinsel, a Littler tinsel. I bet they're just warming up. It's great to see. Good work, family. I can't believe it, Ollie. When I went to Christie's Beach... Natasha was the tail walker pushing a pram, I think, at the time with like a three-week-old baby. Oh. <laughs> and that must be the little the little one in that photo. So, yeah, time flies. Oh, wow. Sure does. Already in an ugly Christmas singlet or shirt in that case too. Mm-hmm. So uh, what a good start. 
And uh, look, last but certainly not least, uh, bringing the tinsel home, Melissa Taylor getting beaten by Octos and Nonos at Wynnum Park Run. Shirt doesn't make me run faster. <laughs> Is that a Nono or a Nono? I think it's a Nono, Ollie, like a nonagenarian. It would be a Nono. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a part of a tinsel. Hmm. Yeah, so they're, they're certainly making the appearances, Mel. They are. They're being spotted everywhere and they're flooding my Facebook feed even uh, all around the place. Yeah, yeah. Where they're at least expected. Uh, we've got a – do I need to bring the dogs in to choose the um, <laughs> the OB Award recipient? I think so. Yeah, we're, we're going to have to. Did you hear my sound effects last week? Have you? Did you listen that far? Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I did indeed. I did indeed. They were, uh, I think, a little a little clearer than my own envelope sound effects. So uh, I think I think we go with yours, unless of course the dogs want to uh, to give us an improvement. Well, okay, I mm. am going to play the drum roll. Do you have the envelope, Ollie? I do. Given the dogs aren't nearby, I will go straight to opening the envelope, Mel. <laughs> this week's Obi goes to, I, I'd give you the chance to read it, but given the envelope's in front of me, I guess it's up to me. <laughs> <laughs> For uh, festive cheer, some wooters, and a whole lot of uh, board game fun on the run, Bernadette Bennett, congratulations. Well done, Bernadette. And that was a lovely twist on a knotty playing a round of Monopoly. And where were they pictured in front of, did you say, Ollie? Um, The Newcastle Art Gallery, a.k.a. Trafalgar Square, (laughs) if you check out the board there. You know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking Parkrun needs their own Monopoly version. We have multiple versions of Monopoly in this house. We must have, Mm, I don't know, four mm. or five different editions of Monopoly because, as we know, Mm. it's a popular way to uh, recreate all your favourite things in a Monopoly version. Yes. There's a merch idea. I reckon. I mean, think of the debates, whether you would find some linkages to the names uh, and Already I'm probably projecting my own local area to this and thinking Australian park runs, but, hey, you know, it doesn't have to be Australian. You know, we can go much, much broader than that. It's a big park run world. But think of the debates. I'm thinking of the little tokens, Ollie. I used to always want to be the dog. That was my, you know, did you always just have the same the same little piece that you always chose? Yeah, well, there's the shoe, of course. Um, I remember being a ship steering wheel. Really? I don't remember that one. Uh, we had a version with that, yeah. I remember the top hat. Yep, and a car. So what could we have for park run? We could have a tree. We could have a tree, yep. We could absolutely have a tree. You could have a... A token. Um, a token. Ooh. Would you have a watch oh, face? a little cone. A cone, yeah, that'd be perfect. Mm, <laughs> mm. A park run flag. You could have a dog. Yep, could st- yep you could park I could dog. still have my dog. Yep, absolutely. What are they called? I just keep thinking they're a token. I'd call it a token. But anyway, Mm. they could represent, like, you could have the Chrissy Fields, like you could have the Golden Gate Bridge. Yes. 
Well, I think you, know, you would assume that Bushy is Mayfair and the rest is up for grabs, so uh, let the debates begin. <laughs> <laughs> what would be jail? Oh. No barcode, no result. <laughs> well, I mean, we do have prison park runs. Oh, true that. Mm, mm, but, yeah, no barcode, no result. Uh, or maybe that's just free parking. Um, mm. Mm. Oh, now my mind's going. Anyway, yes. well done, Bernadette. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for all the ideas. That's right. That's right. I look forward to trying that. Um, look, uh, speaking of ideas, Mel, uh, someone who's never short on ideas and never short on information is our informant, and it's time we caught up. So uh, let's have a listen. This is the informant. These are unofficial stats. They are only current at the time they are collected and may differ from the stats you read elsewhere. This week we see post-COVID records for global number of runs held, global 100 milestones and global 250 milestones. There were 308 runs held in Australia, up 5 on last week. This was out to 1,574 worldwide, which is up by 2. There were 3 launches, one in Germany and two in Russia. Aussie attendance was down by 862 to 25,640 out of 150,158 worldwide, which is down around 1,100. Down under we had 2,534 PBs, while 735 people participated for the first time. 55 juniors reached their junior 10 milestone, 129 people reached their 50 milestone, 96 reached their 100 milestone, and 16 people reached their 250 milestone. 17 people called bingo. Julian Robbins was the quickest with 194 runs, while Aaron Mitchell was the slowest on 306 runs. There were seven New States people this week. In the ACT, we had Trent Freeman and Anton Stickte. In the Northern Territory, we had Kate Nyland. And in South Australia, we had Michael Ost, Marika Serna, Alex Shepard and Brogan Baraglia. In the top 20 most events list, we had two people drop places. However, the big news is that we have a new entrant to the list. Brian Hardy debuts at equal 20th after running his 139 different event at Murray Bridge. On the overall biggest movers list, Anne Rayner topped the list moving up nine rankings to 204. On the Wilson Index, we had two people lifting their Index 20. Jane Luke moved up to 38 and Sue Wilkes moved up to 28. Jane's effort also lifts her into the top 10 South Australians at 6th. Honourable mention to Wendy Crompton, who moved up 18 to 26. If you want to see a full breakdown of the weekly stats, you can download them from the blog at theinformant.me. That's www.theinformant.me or look for the informant on Facebook. This has been The Informant, and my spreadsheet is bigger than yours. Thank you very much to our informant. I am wondering to myself how our informant is going to spend 
is Christmas. Mm. I wonder what beige food will be on the Christmas table. I wonder if there'll ever be a beige on ugly Christmas singlet. <laughs> oh, that would that would be very ugly. <laughs> we should we maybe we should commission a special one. Oh, a sepia toned one. Mm. <laughs> mm. Anyway, mm. Uh, yes. we probably should refresh our Adventurers Club stats. Yeah, where are we up to? Uh, well, thank you for asking. Uh, this <laughs> week, we're sitting on 72 still. We've had no change to our members. So anybody out there, just a reminder, if you want to join our club, even if you're still you're affiliated with somebody else, you can have five clubs that you're affiliated with, five favourites, and we can be one. And it's really easy to join. You just change it on your Parkrun profile. Yep. Anyway, no change. 72, same as last week. We had 44 members on the Consolidated Club Report. That was up four from the previous week. And we had 19 noddies, which is down by six. So okay. all those um, adventurers getting ready, stealing themselves, saving the legs for Parkrun to return in New South Wales. I'm thinking. I think so. Even the not parkrun results were down this week, Ollie, and probably the last week we'll give the stats for the Victorian not parkruns. Mm, mm. Oh, sorry, the Australian not parkruns. <laughs> I said well, Victoria. Yeah, Victoria has had a great showing in the not parkruns, so <laughs> I, I understand your confusion. Slip of the tongue, it's late. Yep. Um, uh, but, yeah, because as of next week our country will once again all be back bar the events that are awaiting permissions or have other reasons to be cancelled such as floods Mm. nevertheless this week we had campbelltown coming in top of the table with 23 we had elbow (laughs) (laughs) albert melbourne with 12 khaki parky came in with 10 Shallow had six (laughs) (laughs) and Toolan Creek had one, which was not me. I actually did not log. I did not log a noddy this week for the first time. Part of the minus six. Yep. I was feeling, I was feeling a bit guilty to log a not park run because I feel like I'm double dipping. Ah, yeah. You're not. It's okay. (laughs) But it's understandable. Yeah, um, I might I might have to retire the the notties, I think. Mm. Anyway, how did our New Zealand friends go across the Dutch? Yes, well, strong once again. Fung array or the the Fung. The Fung. 45 45 not park runs this week. Anderson 40 and Pegasus on 38. Uh so once again three very strong showings from uh, three of our New Zealand not park runs. Very good, Ollie. I am just really quickly looking. Sorry for the interruption. It's not working for me. I am trying to switch to my own Facebook profile so I can look up a message that I got from Alison this week who also noted the amount of runners that did not park runs at her home park run of Paringa. And it was eight. Eight. Well done, Team Paringa. But what are we looking forward to next week, Ollie? Ugly Christmas singlet and shirt day. That's right. It's it's here. 
Mel, it's actually <laughs> happening. And uh, look, I've still been seeing right to this day news of the ugly Christmas singlets and shirts arriving. So for those that have been receiving them, whew, just in time. Uh, for the rest of us, uh, here's that chance, if we haven't worn them out already, to throw it on and enjoy International Ugly Christmas Singlet or Shirt Day. Going to make Christmas Day a non-event, Ollie. <laughs> yeah, I, I tend to. I, well, I tend to notice the odd uh, confused park runner or two when there's a Christmas event that follows, and we're we're dressing up uh, in our festive gear the week before. But hey, you just do it both weeks. It's perfectly simple. So, do you have an update for us for Shell Harbour? Oh yeah, that's right. Um, so yeah, look, following last week's update. Uh, I can confirm that Shell Harbour Park Run is returning. We are returning on the 18th of December with a number of New South Wales park runs following the changes to the COVID restrictions. So um, we were fortunate in that we secured permission to return the event, but we are also quite sad to see that the course will be different. Uh, so Shell Harbour will, uh, for the 18th of December, Mel, not be running its traditional anti-clockwise lap of the lagoon. It will be debuting the new Killer Lee course, Killer Lee being the park that we operate in. Uh, just to confuse people, we're also throwing on Christmas Day and New Year's Day events where we will be back on the old course before we make the switch and we continue the new course for the future. Right. Would you like to describe the new course for us? Ah, well, the new course is, it's still located within the park. It makes use of the shared pathways within the park. It includes about a, a K and a half of the original track. For anyone that's been to the, the park run there, the track included is the last K and a half of the course. But after a bit of an out and back leg there, we'll take in a new part of the track, uh, get some views and head out basically to, um, I think we'll have to call it the point break turnaround because it overlooks the surfing beach, the renowned farm beach, uh, which is a feature of the reserve before returning. So good news, it's a high five course, um, but sad news is that we won't be on the beach anymore and we won't be lapping the lagoon. You know, we've made the change based on the, the need to, to not operate in a space that could be uh, of a safety concern to our park runners. So because there is the likelihood of there being some vehicles on course um, and the park have confirmed that that's the case, uh, we've had to make the change. Um, so you know, in order to ensure the event can continue, uh, we'll, we'll take in this new course and the views that comes with it. But due to the Christmas period, the Christmas Day and the New Year's Day park run will be safe to run the original course. So if anybody wants to come along and farewell... Mm. The original Shell Harbour course, now's your chance. You've got <laughs> two opportunities if you haven't already experienced that beautiful uh, original course. Mm -hmm. Make your way down there and do it. Tick it off because you may not get to do it again. Not the easiest dates to make it out there. Acknowledge that. But, hey, you know, we're just happy to have the opportunity. I will be very excited, though, Mel, to have my ugly Christmas singlet and to uh, to answer a question that was raised in a poll a couple of weeks ago. Yes, I will be volunteering at Shell Harbour. Oh, I don't remember that poll. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> was that me? Those that have seen it will have the context. That's quite okay. Uh, what about you, Mel? 
You're allowed to have secrets from me. Okay, you can <laughs> tell me about that off air. Um, what about me? Family weekend away, Ollie. Mm, fantastic. Yes, absolutely fantastic. Having a farm stay. So no new event for me. Going to venture to a event within reach of said farm stay and pick up a Wilson number, I think. <sighs> Brilliant. Which is my um, default if I can't get to a new event. <laughs> mm. I'll look mm. around and see if I can fill in some gaps in that Wilson challenge. Yeah. So, yeah, so a little bit of family time. With Paul and Zoe for me. Oh, fantastic. Well, I hope it's festive. I hope it's ugly. And we look forward to hearing about it. And and Mel, look, I understand in the weeks that follow, Christmas Day, New Year's Day, the Christmas compendium, there, there have been some updates in that space. There was a slightly extended time frame for events to declare. When I've checked it, there's still still a little over a quarter of events that haven't confirmed. But the good news is we're close to 50% of events having confirmed that they are operating on Christmas Day and 60% uh, on New Year's Day. So uh, check out the compendium. It has been updated, and I'm sure it's been updated again by the time this pod is out. Um, And stay tuned to uh, local guides. Yes, and all you Wilson Index chasers, make sure when you are calculating the events you're going to visit that you take into consideration whether or not those events have cancelled on one of those two dates because that's going to muck up your numbers. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Jeff Whiffen. <laughs> yes, yes, that's right. He's got the Whiffen Index. <laughs> yes. I'm sure he's all over it, but I'm. that's yeah. what I've been doing anyway. I've been mindful. I've been trying to work out what number I'm missing and whether I can fill a gap in January, but then having to go back and reference the compendium to – Make sure I don't miscalculate. I look forward to that. I look forward to that, Mel. What, filling in your number two? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That might be a bit easier to calculate. I should have embraced the floating Wilson well before now. Yes. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) But, Mel, I think that's it. That's it for this week. So, as always, everyone, you can contact us via Facebook or our email, which is parkrunadventures at gmail.com. Reminder, please don't forget to share your international ugly Christmas singlet or shirt pictures on the Facebook page for the International Ugly Christmas Singlet or Shirt Day, the event. Share it on Facebook. Share the spirit. That's it for another week. We wish you the most festive and ugly International Christmas Singlet or Shirt Day, and we'll see you all next week for more adventures.
Hi Mella and Ollie, it's Alison here in New Zealand and guess what? Parkrun Santa's already been. Some of us get to have Parkrun on Christmas Day. It's so exciting. We've had news that Parkrun's going to come back in across the whole of New Zealand. Some might have to wait just a little bit longer and some might be able to start this coming weekend. How exciting is that? I'm not sure what I'll be doing this Saturday. It might be a test run or it might just be, well, hopefully it'll be a real park run. I'm going to be taking my barcode just in case. See you soon.